Hey chicks, I'm Al. And I'm Sal. And this is Two Broke Chicks, the show that shares life lessons for the gals from the gals. And mm -hmm. today we are in for a treat because we have Georgia Hasarati from Netflix's iconic show, Too Hot to Handle. Mm -hmm. But before we get into the episode, we like to start with our life lesson of the week. So Sal, mm -hmm. why don't you tell me who your life lesson? Wait, who? Who's your life lesson? Who's your life lesson? <laughs> who did it? Who did it? <laughs> Where were you on the night of the murder? <laughs> it was me, Mom, with the candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your okay. life lesson? <laughs> My life lesson of the week is you're hot, I'm hot, and everybody who is listening to this is hot. So I've got a story time. I was chatting to one of my really good friends. I'll keep her anon, but I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> and she was talking about how she's been seeing this guy for a little bit, but they hadn't, you know, done the deed. Mm. And she was feeling a bit self-conscious. You know, she's been out of the game for a little bit. And you know how it is when you sleep with someone for the first time or, you know, anything. You're like, I don't want them to see my body. I'm mm. totally feeling a bit nervous. Off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'd had a few dates, things were going well and, you know, things were getting mm -hmm. hot and heavy. She was feeling really self-conscious, having all these doubts and she was like, fuck it, like, we'll just do it. She took her shirt off and the guy was like, oh, like, can you just excuse me for a sec? I'd had to leave the room. And she was like, oh, my God, like, it's happened. Like, I've taken my shirt off and he's left, like, he's gone. You know, I thought, like, her worst fears were coming true she yeah. heard him kind of like rustling around in the bathroom and she was like what the fuck is he doing she was like is he taking viagra she was like no like that you know surely not he came back in and he was like oh sorry and she was like is everything okay and he was like oh yeah i just have like a heart like blood pressure thing and i had to go take some medicine quickly because when you took your shirt off I started to feel faint and could feel my heart rate shoot through the roof. And I was just like, yes, bitch. And I think that the majority of people have that impact on somebody else. So, like, whatever insecurity you have, however you're feeling, somebody wants to f*** you, basically, <laughs> and thinks you're hot. All right. So you're hot. I'm hot and everyone who's listening to this is hot. That's the life lesson. If I take off my top and the man doesn't have a heart attack, <laughs> I don't want it. Right? Exactly. That's the sign of true love. All right, what's your life lesson, Al? My life lesson of the week is for the astrology queens out there. And I'm about to tell you who are the most and the least desirable star signs. According to an article I read online. <laughs> So the most reliable source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bestlifeonline.com. It's written by Paul Thompson. So if anyone wants to complain, please feel free to direct it there and not to our <laughs> comments. Okay? Very <laughs> good. So starting off, should we go from the most or the least? The let's, least? Yeah, let's yeah, go let's with the least. Yeah, let's land on the high. We'll land yeah. on the high. I'm going to give the three least uh -huh. and then three most because we don't have time to go through all 12. Yeah, leave some mystery. Yeah. The third least desirable star sign is Taurus. 36% of people refuse to date a Taurus star sign. They're born between April and May. And even though they're both hardworking and pleasure-seeking, they're incredibly stubborn. Again, I'm just quoting, don't come for me. <laughs> the second is the second least desirable star sign is a Cancer. Oh. With 37% refusing to date this sign. Isn't your ex a Cancer? Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't need to say it. But yes, the most repulsive, the most disgusting star sign that 42%, 42% of people say they will never, ever date is a Gemini. Oh, sorry, mum. <laughs> Both my exes are a Gemini and a Cancer. So you know what? Checks yes. out. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> This is this is very accurate. Can confirm. Can confirm. <laughs> Poor Gemini, so he's get a rough rap. I know, rap. they always do get a bad rap, but you know what? Do better. <laughs> okay, so the most desirable star signs, the coming in third at most desirable, which 16% of people refuse to date, so like that's a small number, mm-hmm. is a Capricorn. Yep. Okay. I love a Capricorn. Capricorns are good. They've got like a really good head on their shoulders. They think things through. They're not too like spicy, you mm-hmm. know. Then coming in at number two for the most desirable star sign is an Aquarius. I love an Aquarius My mum's an Aquarius. We love her. Good on you, Therese. Mm-hmm. And 10% of people said that they would not date this star sign. So 90% of people would date mm-hmm. an Aquarius sign. And last but not least, the most desirable sign with only 7% of people saying they would not date this sign is a mother <laughs> Pisces. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <laughs> well, now that we've managed to offend and compliment some people, I'm so happy. <laughs> and I love you, so checks out. It's true. Definitely. And my boyfriend's a Pisces too. Two go. Pisces make a right. Two loves of my life, my mum and my best friend, mm-hmm. number two, and my two exes, 11 and 12. Done. Can confirm. All right, moving on. <laughs> Let's get into the episode with Georgia. All right, so today, as we mentioned, we are joined by Georgia Hasarati. She is an Australian reality TV star. She was on the iconic Netflix show Too Hot to Handle. And she was actually studying to be a midwife until she dipped her toes into the pool of reality entertainment. And now she's here with us. <laughs> so I don't know how we wangled that. But she's an absolute powerhouse on social media. Her TikTok is incredibly funny. Her Instagram makes me fall in love with her every time I look at it. (laughs) And her fashion is just incredible. So welcome to Two Broke Chicks, Georgia. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. It's exciting. This is my first Australian um, podcast. (gasps) We're popping your cherry. We thought it might be inappropriate. And of course I went for it. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, we've had so many giggles and coffees this morning already. So we're going to jump straight into the episode. Most people will probably know you from the iconic Netflix show, (laughs) Too Hot to Handle. Did you know you were going on Too Hot to Handle? No, I genuinely didn't. So like they had sold it so well to me. Like there's a lot that goes into them hiding it. So Mm. I was reached out to by a casting page that had a different name. It was mm. called Parties in Paradise. So I was like, this <laughs> like, sounds sign random. Me up. <laughs> yeah, and the page was also like really dodgy. So like I ignored it for ages. I was like, this can't be a real TV show. Like all the photos they had on there were like super um, blown out and pixelated. And yeah. I was like, no, this is like a fake weirdo account that's trying to like get my information or something. So yeah. I ignored it. I had like a social media manager at the time and then she reached out to me a few weeks later and said like, this is serious, you should go for it. And I was just thinking, this is just the weirdest show. Like it can't be real. It's not going to be like anything good, but we'll see like what happens. Mm. It was like the middle of COVID, you couldn't travel anywhere and they were like saying it's in like 
tropical location. It's going to be in a boat and it'll be really fun with people all over the world. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like I'll, I'll apply. But in even like the interview process, our first interview, they had like merchandise with <laughs> parties in paradise on it, hats, <laughs> and they're like, say cheers to parties in paradise. So the whole time I'm literally thinking <laughs> like this like, is like another show. Yeah. They really committed to the yes. bit. I love that. And also season two was filmed right before our season. So we didn't get to see there's air before ours. So like I didn't get to see the house. It was yeah. the same house, but I didn't get to see it until after we finished filming. And then I was like, that's where we filmed. Like, that's crazy. It was the same house. So everything was really well hidden. Like for me anyway. And I was like testing. Yeah. Because at some point I was like, what if it is too hot to handle? Because there's a few factors that could be the same. Mm. And I would like test my chaperone when I was like in the, um, it's called like a quarantine period. You you stay with someone for two weeks before the show. And I'd like test her and ask. I'd like, oh, have you watched that show? Is too hot to handle? And she's like, nah, I don't watch that stuff. And I'm like, this is so good at like hiding it. So I love that. I, I had no idea. The whole production, so cool. was, production team was probably like behind the scenes being like, we're idiots. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally <laughs> just having the biggest laugh. You've got no idea. <laughs> yeah, I had like no idea. I remember like on the first night though, we had this party and they brought these cups out that were the same as they had on season one, two, to handle. I remember looking at them and I was like, I remember that cup from somewhere. I swear I've seen it on a TV show. And it quickly went through my head, like, too hot to handle. And I was like, ah, oh, that's just, the, it's just a cup. And then later that night we found out we were on too hot to handle. And I was like, no way. I knew I noticed those cups. Oh, like, my God. It was you should this, be a detective. I know. It was like the one tiny detail that, like, <laughs> gave it away for a minute. Decor. Yeah. The production team is like, shit. <laughs> like, change the cup. Good note. Like, good note. <laughs> like, all different cups now. When you realise, like, when they tell you on the show... Like this yeah. is, oh, I think Lana comes out, doesn't she? The the, the robot, yeah. Um, budget Alexa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, when she, were you like, did you have a moment of panic because it's a big show? Like you're on a big show. Yeah. Like, did you have a moment that you were like, what have oh, I done? No, what have I got myself yeah. into? I was kind of relieved that I wasn't on some weird ass show yeah. because that's what I thought I was on. Yeah. So I was kind of like happy but also like scared because I knew it was really big and then it was going to go everywhere. Do you ever forget that the cameras are rolling? Because you know how all the like, time. You, oh yeah because you know how you watch reality TV shows and people say things and you're like you know that there's cameras like why would you say that? But it, you're it... also like in the back of your head you're like they won't catch this like mm. surely they're not sitting watching every single second of me saying something but they are. They get everything like you think they don't you're like try like communicate with people without <laughs> like talking so like, you're like <laughs> just like they like muffle your mic stop doing that yeah <laughs> you hide your mic for a second they're like Georgia what are you doing like come in and tell you off and I'm like I'm sorry like I didn't know I was doing it and I got You're like I, I got caught once hiding my mic and I was like shit oh my god <laughs> yeah. spicy they get that everything incredible. Yeah, there's nothing you can hide even at night like they catch all the whispers and stuff what I loved is that you were, like, iconic on the show for getting icks. Oh, no. <laughs> the guys. I, oh, God, yeah. It what, was uh, the best. It was so funny, though, and, like, relatable content. Yeah. What are your top three niche icks? Oh, my gosh. I swear, like, I was talking to a girl yesterday actually about icks because she was on the same level of having icks as me. Like, I, it's hard for me to find someone <laughs> that's, like, literally icked out about everything <laughs> about a person. But... <laughs> My weirdest ick was probably like I was at breakfast with this guy once that ate like five eggs 
just like runny on a plate, like with no, <laughs> this is so specific to no toast, nothing, just like really like low cooked eggs that were like super runny and just <laughs> ate the yolk out of them all and had like yolk on his face. And I was like, oh no, like I can't do this. <laughs> that was like my smallest one. And it's so specific. Like you can't even list That's that because that just doesn't even happen. Yeah, but like so many things do. I don't like... um when guys wear like jeans and and thongs and that's like our big Australian culture thing. But for me it's like <laughs> don't do that. Every guy yeah. in Bondi is yeah, shaking yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm like, that's why I was like not with an Australian guy for so long maybe because every mm. Australian guy does that. Anything can, but it's funny because now I'm in a relationship and there are things that I used to be so icked out about, even the thought of a guy doing that my boyfriend will do and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> So like, I think what? it's just situational. You've changed, I don't know, he farts on me all the time and stuff. And, <laughs> and I'm you're like, like and I'm cute. like, I'm not like cute, but I'm not like, no, I can't be with this guy. Like that would have been something that I would have That's done in love. the past. Love makes me blind. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like, yeah, farts all over me. And I'm like, for some reason, I still like love him. That? I don't know. Men Mark do that all the time. <laughs> I don't know. Cause it's so gross. I know. It's like girls can't fart. <sighs> I know. Oh He's like, if she ever farted, like, I'd break up with her. And I'm like, that's so funny because I wouldn't anyway, but, like, you fart on me every second of the day. The double standard. Yeah. yeah. I remember with my ex, I always used to be like, oh, I've, like, I fart in front of you all the time, but they don't smell and they don't make a noise. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all the time, I was like, sometimes I'm spooning. And he's like, <laughs> how? And I'm like, you just will never know. It's just like a little... It's <laughs> just a little secret, just for Yeah, you. just a little present. <laughs> <laughs> I sit there lying, smiling, knowing. <laughs> so Revenge. <laughs> Do you actually or you just say that? I did, actually. Like, oh, I, I love was that. like, you'll never know. He's oh, that's great then. Obviously, it's a huge show. A lot of people watch it. Like, a lot of celebrities watch it as well. Did anyone, little spicy, slide into your DMs when you came off? Yeah, there was a few. Like one I can't really say because he's like underage, but it was like a huge and I was like, this is crazy, so I'm not going to reply because, but he's like, he's underage, but he's like huge. And I was like, that's really weird. I would not have expected that because oh he's gosh. like a few years younger than me. Do people still, like even now you're in a relationship, do yeah. you still get a bunch of people? Yeah, like, like a lot of basketballers and stuff. Whoa. Yeah, it's like they don't care. And I think like in LA, like, People don't view a relationship as off bounds mm. all the time. They're just like, try their best anyway. Shoot their shot. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. What's like, been like, what's been either the best or like the cringiest way someone's tried to slide into your DMs? Oh, my favorite one. And I, it's still like iconic for me. There's like a few that I loved. Um, someone sent like a dog emoji and then said, um, sorry, he runs off sometimes. Like, how are you? <laughs> anyway, what are you doing? And I was like, the creativity that went into that, that's actually amazing. Like, I, I will reply. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was never going to take it serious, yeah. but I'm like, that was like a standout. That's pretty good. And yeah. there was another one, the guy was just sending pictures of furniture, like, uh, of a closet, like a bed and stuff, and I, all these pictures. And then goes, sorry, I'm just moving in, like, to your DMs or something. And I was like, that is, like, who thinks of these things? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They were just funny. Like, I would never take it that's serious but I think it's just hilarious when yeah. someone puts in that much effort like yeah. all these images from Google like you're like it's not gonna time. work yeah. but gold star for yeah. you <laughs> I feel like you do have to respect people shooting their shot too like oh yeah I you do you gave it a good red hook go good job 
good yeah, job. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Man, me, <laughs> you tried. You know, you're not yeah. getting anywhere, and you're getting blocked. But yeah, good job. Nice I'll probably put it on like my story and embarrass you, but it was fun. I love when people put shit on their story of like a hater or someone like sliding it, and they barely, barely get rid of the name or it's the. It's like icon. we can read that. Yeah, yeah I can and read I'm that. Like, yeah, you. Ex- <laughs> I like cover everything. I'm like cover the profile picture. Like I don't want to. Hurt people's feelings. You're so nice. <laughs> I wasn't even blocking it. I wouldn't it out. even block it at all. I like zoom it in, tag. <laughs> Share their address and social security number. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. It's on the internet. It's fair game. So you're now dating and in love with a fellow cast member <laughs> from Too Hot to Handle. But we did put up a little question box to the chicks yep. asking for some questions. And yep. probably the biggest one was. About you and Harry. <laughs> so how did it happen? Tell us about how the love blossomed. It's actually really weird because um, I don't know because we're both Australian and we have like super outgoing personalities. I always knew I'd meet him at some point. We went on the same show. Mm. He has a lot of people on his podcast from the TV show. So I knew I'd meet him. But we'd like talk randomly over Instagram. Just we have the same sense of humour. We were like sending each other TikToks and like leading up to meeting and it was just like someone really easy to get along with Mm -hmm. but I just never thought anything more would be there I don't know why like I think we're very different like people but at the same time we're very similar Mm -hmm. but I just like I don't know he's Australian I don't usually go for Australian men that my show just came out I was like I'm happy being single like I don't know it was just never thought anything would happen and then I went on his podcast and kind of when I walked into the podcast it was just really weird like we hugged we said hi and then we just stood there just laughing at each other for like 15 minutes and I don't know why we just could not stop laughing he was like red and awkward and I was like nervous and shaking and like awkward That's and we're so both cute. like we're super outgoing like yeah we're not the kind of people that get like awkward and we just mm. sat there his like co-host Abby was just like guys we're not going to be able to like record if you guys just keep laughing like and the whole episode we just laughed and it's really funny because I didn't I thought it was weird, but I was like, we just get along so well and like didn't kind of think too much into it. And we kept hanging out and it just like grew into something else. But everyone called it in the comments of that podcast. They were just like, this connection's insane. Like the chemistry they have, they're soulmates, like said all this stuff. And I was like, that's really weird that everyone's like picking up on how great we connected Even through the just podcast. from a podcast. I read the description of the podcast first when it came out and then listened to it and it was like, it's the first time they've met and I was like, no, it's not. And I thought that you guys yeah, were taking no. the piss. We literally just met that day. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so weird. And after that, like, I was meant to go to Coachella with my friends from the UK, like Izzy from my show was going to come in for it and she couldn't come and so I was going to go alone and then he's like, just come with us, like, we have this house, you can stay with us. Like, and I just went with him and had the best time. And it kind of just went from like being really fun around each other to like, we both like liked each other for a little while. We didn't say anything. Mm. We were like testing each other out, like trying to see if either one cared. And then we just realized like, we really like each other, but it just kind of naturally happened. And I like, didn't see it. Those are the best ones. Yeah. Like it kind of, there's no, no pressure on it to start. Like, 
I love that you both made each other like all giddy when you yeah. first met. Which and I was is so cute. Sweet. I've like never had that with anyone. Like I like to make people laugh a lot, but mm. people don't usually like guy wise make me laugh like that. Guys much. aren't funny. Naturally. They're not that funny. Girls are ten times funnier yeah. than men, and I will die on that. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> so I'm usually like making guys laugh all the time, but someone doesn't really have that effect on me. And I was like, this is weird. He's like just as funny, and we just like get along so well. Yeah, it's it's really cute. That's so nice. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. So random though, because I was not expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the ones that sneak up on you when you're like, okay, do you know what? I'm gonna have my hoe phase, or I'm gonna like do Literally. my thing for a bit, and then they're like, hi, and you're like, where did you come from? Yeah, get out of here. Yep. But also come back. <laughs> and my show was like just come out, and I was like, I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna travel a lot, be single. And I was even saying that on the podcast. I was like, yeah, I'm not looking for anything serious. Like, you just, just see so a single funny. tear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, neither. Like, we're just sitting there, like, talking about how chill we are with being single. And then next minute we're, like, together. So that's weird. so funny. Was he trying to play it cool? Like, who said I love you first? I think it was me, actually. But I was a little bit drunk. But also I meant it. <laughs> We said it at like the exact same time kind of though. But I don't we said it and then I think the next day we were like, that was weird, do we actually? And then we got awkward with each other and didn't know if the other one was serious or one of us was just saying it or not. Mm-hmm. And then a few days later we were like, No. Like I Illy. love you actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Illy. Right. Illy. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> modern love. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Single. Are you that. single? Oh yeah, babe. Oh, That's hard for me. Yeah, yeah. I cannot date. It's just no. I, I was get, the same. The same. Like I get the no. ick so easily. Oh, honestly. Or it's... they're just completely emotionally unavailable. And I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> they're like. I only used to like. I only usually am interested in the ones that are like literally going to ruin my life. Oh my god, that's our next question. <laughs> Is it? Which we were going to say. So, like you've said, you typically went for like bad boys or like emotionally unavailable men. So now that you're happy, loved up, living the best life now and also just have a good head on your shoulders, what is your advice for the single gals, the single chicks dating right now and what are like your three tips to have when going into dating? I think like if you're anything like me and you're like easily icked out and you go for the kind of guys that you know are a little bit of trouble, I think you can do that and have fun with that but also like make sure you set your boundaries with them early on and if they're not going to meet that – realize it's probably going to be something that ends up in like heartbreak and it's just going to be a bit of fun if you want to have a bit of fun pursue it but like I don't know I've always kind of gone for the wrong guy so I'm probably the one person to not ask for relationship advice (laughs) but I think with Harry what the difference is is he's not horrible he's amazing but he also has like an edge where he'll stand up for himself so it's like finding that balance of a guy that has like something that he's not too pushover not too cringy not too clingy but also like super lovely. It's like a balance and it's hard to find. It's not easy. I don't know, have fun, but try and look for the one that's not going to ruin your life, but (laughs) is not going to be super pushover. (laughs) I don't really have the best advice. (laughs) For so long I was like, I will never be in a relationship again. Men are just not going to work for me at this Mm. point. Like every time I would get interested in someone, I would get the ick or they would just be horrible. So I just gave up for a bit. That's kind of why I went on to to handle so <laughs> probably the wrong person to ask, but I feel like when you know, you know, and I knew with Harry it was different 
And yeah, if you don't have that feeling, just enjoy it for what it is. And if you get attached, cut it off before you get hurt and I don't know, yeah. run. Mm, <laughs> trust that your ruin gut. your life. Yeah. Trust, yeah. Your gut. trust your gut. I, I think like you girls, do know deep girls down have that always. intuition. Totally. Like if you do meet a guy and you're like, this is so fun, blah, blah, blah. But like he does those little things like yes. he says, okay, yeah, let's hang out this weekend and then you don't hear from him that weekend. Yeah. Or like Okay, like, that's a major red flag. Yeah. Like noticing the red flags. And also if you bring it up to your friend and they are like, that's a red flag, listen to your friend mm. because you're probably going to try and overlook those things because you're coming from a place of emotion but your friend will always give it to you straight. Mm. They'll be like, okay, that's not okay that he's asking you to come over at 2 a.m. and he doesn't hang out with you all day. Like, I'm putting my shoes on. <laughs> and then you're like guys. calling the Uber, like putting your socks on. You're like, I know, but like it's he's busy. It's he's been fine. working all We've day. Been out tonight, yeah. you know. Yeah. You open the front door and I'm there being like, where do you think you're going? Yeah. <laughs> the air tag I've popped in your purse has gone yeah. off and I'm like, Literally. <laughs> so like, yeah, I don't know, noticing the red flags and trying to set boundaries for mm. yourself. And if they're constantly pushing them and not respecting you, it's probably not for you. And it's mm. just going to get worse because they'll give you your best, their best in the f- first few months. And mm. it doesn't get any better than that. It goes downhill by like probably 75%. So if it's not meeting your boundaries, then Maths. just, just get yeah, 75%, 75% percent to 80% is going to drop off <laughs> after a few months. So, But that is such a good point because like when you are dating, there is that honeymoon phase. Like, so if that's not yes. the vibe then, like if then you're having issues at the yeah. start in like the first three months, that ain't going to work. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah. yeah. As soon as they start getting like familiar and comfortable. Oh, yeah. It's only going to get worse, yeah. babe. See more of you and then they know your like life schedule and they know when they can have you over. They know what you're put up with. Yeah. They're going to push those boundaries. Be so, a like, psycho for the first three months literally, and see how they go. See, I've never done that and I swear if this relationship doesn't work with me and Harry, I'm going to be a full psycho <laughs> because I feel like I'm way too nice yeah, and people push lovely. the boundaries of the relationship as far as they'll go and it gets mm-hmm. me to a point where I'm like, why didn't I say anything earlier because it's not acceptable? Mm. And I talk to my friends and they're like, yeah, I wouldn't be dealing with that. Yeah. I'm like, well, why am I? Like, like, shit. <laughs> just make excuses for people. Don't do that. Exactly. And, like, men get enough passes in life. They don't need any more, so don't feel bad. So before you were talking about how you have moved to L.A. and it's been, you know, a bit of an adjustment from small Sunshine Coast, do you have any advice for chicks who are looking to either move overseas or just, like, out of their small town? I've lived overseas a few times. The first time was I went to Sweden, which is on the other like half of the world, so far away, yeah. different culture, different language, and it, like completely different weather. It was very tricky, um, but I moved there because I was in a relationship. I think if you're doing it for yourself, it'll always be worth it. If you're going to move for like love, make sure you really have the foundation to support yourself and be independent where you are before doing that because Mm. if you put everything into moving overseas for someone, it's not a good like foundation because if you're going to live with someone or rely on them in any kind of way and something goes wrong, the whole foundation of you living overseas will come with that. So Mm. it's like 
move for yourself and if you're going to move for someone else be completely like independent have the right money have the whole plan of if this doesn't go well where am I going to live what am I going to do Mm. do I want to be there just for me anyway do I like the area try it out first Mm -hmm. go for a week and make sure it's somewhere you really love before making this like crazy move because you'll have to make a crazy move back if Mm. it doesn't work but for me LA is worth it regardless of relationship or not Mm. because it's somewhere that I want to live for um, my life, my work, and it's like the best place for me to be. It's also beautiful weather and there's so many cool people there. So make sure there's other things there that you're interested in than a relationship and um, get to know the place first and really like get to love it before you go. Save all the money you have because you'll (laughs) need it. Like living overseas is expensive. I know. We were in Anywhere you go. So expensive. We couldn't believe it. We were just like, well, there goes my savings. Goodbye. Yeah, single oh my God, copy. it's crazy. <laughs> Literally, everything's like double the price and you're like, wow, it's not even as good. Like, yeah. coffee is like so 10 bad. times better. Yeah, it's, it's so, so bad. bad. It's so bad. Yeah. What other differences have you noticed, like between Australia, the Sunshine Coast and LA? The food is like so different. Mm. You can't just go somewhere and find like the beautiful breakfast we have, like the avocado, acai bowl, all in the one place. Like I found one cafe and I was like, no way, this looks like Australian. It was Australian cafe. Oh, like, my God. You're like, like yeah, he's so good. <laughs> but, like, the food's super different. The people are also a lot different. Australians are just amazing in the way mm. of, like, you can say whatever to them and they'll laugh it off and they'll joke it. Uh, like, they'll make a joke out of it. There's really no limits as long as you're, like, the delivery is there yeah. with what you say. Yeah. But with Americans, it's a lot different. Like they like take offense to the smallest things. Not really by me because I'm very like careful of what I say, but I notice in like social settings, they're like, they're more reserved. Mm. They're more like, yeah. So like just their personalities are a lot different, but I love it. Like. I think Americans are so cool. Yeah. The they place. don't get our like sarcasm and self-deprecating no. humor. Al and I yeah. found that out a couple yep. of times. Did you? Yeah, we'd be like having food somewhere and the waiter would come over and be like, how is it? And we'd be like, horrible. And you've eaten yeah. the whole thing? Yeah. 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 And, and they're like, what? Well, and you like, ate oh, it. No, no, I'm yeah. kidding, I'm kidding, it's a joke. My mum does that everywhere. <laughs> and it's like, people just don't get that overseas. <laughs> they're like, well, bitch, you ate it. Like, why, why are you saying it's horrible? Yeah. I don't know. We'll get along real well. That's my favorite go-to. <laughs> but yeah, that and the other thing that I hate in America, which is so niche, but their crosswalks don't make a noise. No, but, I know. Yeah. I, I I never know when to cross. I'll stand there like a weirdo for ages, and I'm like, like, I actually have like, I, I get a bit anxious because I'm like, everyone's watching me, and I don't know when to move. Like, yeah. Also, just like the driving is insane. No. Like I could not drive there. No. Not apart from everything being back the front, people are just like reckless. Every Uber I get in. There's almost like, always a crash it. on the way to the place. Every I'm like, time. please, like, just make sure I get there safe. I don't know, you people are crazy on the road. And you're like, let's go <laughs> to West Hollywood, please. But, yeah, the amount of times when Sal and I were there that we'd be at a crosswalk and just be looking at our phones or just talking shit to each other and then we'd look and it's like the white symbol of the man and we're like, oh, crap. <laughs> or, like, it's already counting down. So and we're true. Like, we suck. <laughs> and every time we go, we suck at it every mm-hmm. time. Well, I think we only have time for one more yep. really quick one. And I really want to ask this because we were talking about it off mic. So you do have a huge TikTok audience and that's amazing. But we all know that with that comes a lot of trolls and just yep. hate comments in general. Do you have any advice on how to deal with that? Or can you just talk us through your experience of how you do deal with that? Yes. So 
For the first little while after my show, it was very positive. I didn't have like many people like putting me down. You'd get the occasional one like picking on your appearance or saying something about the fact that you're on tour to handle and you're not even that hot and all this stuff. Sorry, and you're like, really? Can we get like, close <laughs> up? <laughs> because if, if that's the case, wear a bag, a leather babe. <laughs> Two ham sandwiches and four Margot Robbie here. Yeah. And she's not hot? Cinderella and the ugly stepsisters, baby girl. <laughs> but like, no, what? no, definitely not. Sorry, you guys are beautiful. Just, oh, but like, God. that kind of stuff doesn't bother me because I had a little bit of a following before I went on the show and I've always kind of dealt with that. And I'm also like, it's someone sitting behind a keyboard. It doesn't really mean that much to me. Like, on their phone, like, you know. Whatever, they'll say whatever. What started bothering me was when I got into a relationship with Harry and then people would, like, pick that apart and say really, like, things about his past relationships and even my past relationship would tag, like, my ex in the videos. I had to, like, start filtering his name out and stuff because I was like, this is just awkward. Like, I don't want Harry to see that. But I see, like, his ex's name pop up all the time. Like, that stuff, you don't realise how much that has an effect on someone. Like, but me and Harry, like, usually on our videos get the most hate just about appearance or like my body or something mm -hmm. and we've just learned to laugh it off like I'll send it to him and we'll just make fun of it and like laugh about it and we're like this is actually crazy someone will so I think like it's not real life they're not saying it to your face they're hiding behind a phone you've got to try and understand that it's sad for them mm -hmm. that they feel the need to do that to someone and just try your best to laugh it off, not let it bother you. Because if you sit there and you read into everything that people say, there could be 300 nice comments and that one nasty one will hit you so much harder. So just try and laugh it off. And if you can't, filter your comment section. That's really helpful. Get the words out that you don't want people to say and they won't pop up. And, yeah, it's just it's part of TikTok. It's part of social media. Mm, yeah. You've got to get a thick skin. Yeah, unfortunately, there was no comments on social media anymore. Yeah, people just take advantage of it and being like, "Oh, well, it's just my opinion." It's like, "Well, no one asked." For Literally, it. I didn't ask. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that. That's happened a few times, and I've, they've called me at a weak moment where I've been like in a bad mood, mm. and I'm like, "Well, I'll reply and say mm. something annoying," and then they've just come back at me, and then everyone's got involved, like backing me, but also like started to hate them, and I'm also like, I don't want to use my platform to put hate on someone, mm. so. I just don't give them attention. The mm. best thing to do is not reply, don't respond, don't give it attention because also they'll screen grab it, make a video out of it, make you into a bad person, take it out of context and everyone's always going to hold you accountable because you're in that position of power yeah. like if you have a following. So don't cater to it mm -hmm. and just let it slide. That Delete must... it if it bothers yeah, you. Yeah, that must make you feel so anxious as well that like you can't yeah, say things that you want to say sometimes yeah. because it's – it does have power. Like oh, it yeah. does have a responsibility behind it that you might feel like your hands are tied sometimes when yeah. you just want to be like, shut up. Literally, <laughs> sometimes I just want to like rant and go off, but I'll just call my family and they'll yeah. just get it instead. And I'm like, that's what happens. You're in my life. You have to deal with that. But no, yeah, it's better not to respond. Yeah, f it sucks it. though. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. What do I say? But I will f you. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Solid just advice. Reply. We'll just get that Bo. clip and we'll send it to you. And whenever two you need people it. right now. Like, this is the two, the, the other The end. angel and the devil. Yeah. You and then don't respond, delete it, like push over. Like, no, trust I'm me. I'm an Aries I and Sal's a Pisces. I love that. I yeah. love Aries energy. I'm Sagittarius. So hey, I have yeah. that fiery side. You just have to push me a little bit mm-hmm. to get it out. got to poke the bear yeah. and get it out. Yeah. Are you a November Sag or a December Sag? December. Yeah. yeah. December Sag is yeah. uh, November's yeah. are the worst. <laughs> no, like, no, Sagittarius is. Literally. Have scarred me for life. No, <laughs> like they're the worst. I'm like, they like people judge me for being a Sagittarius. I'm like, there's two different breeds yeah, here. We're talking about two is. breeds. Mm-hmm. One's like an angel. One's like a literal devil's yeah. ball. Like, <laughs> I'm like, we don't claim November Sag. No, no vibes. No vibes. <laughs> Amazing. Oh so if you're a November Sagittarius, we're sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, you're really nice. <laughs> Yeah, we, we still love you. Love, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, backpedal, backpedal. Cut the cameras. And if you're an Aries, Pisces, or a December Sad, you're the vibe. Yeah. Exactly. Come hang. Let's go get a drink. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us in Two Bro Chicks. It's obviously been a terrible, horrible episode. I hated it. <laughs> hated it so much. Yeah. Couldn't finish it. <laughs> and if you want to stick around, be sure to check out our Thursday episode with Georgia where we go through all of our shopping habits. Must have beauty items and wardrobe essentials. Mm-hmm. Nearly forgot what I was saying there. I'm not on the money today. I haven't had a coffee yet. Just, You're yeah, always I'm on like, the money, babe. Oh, stop it. Flirting. Gay. Flirting. <laughs> George just like, get me out of here. <laughs> Anyways, no, thanks so much, guys. That was so fun. Right, bye. Bye, chick. Well, that is a wrap. Thank you so much to Georgia for joining us on today's episode. We obviously had the best time with her and you can find a link to her socials and all of that fun stuff in the show notes. Thank you to our production team, Priya Tahazade, Bambi Media and Made in Katana for making this episode of Two Broke Chicks happen. And thanks to you for having us in your ear holes. We absolutely love to be here. Bye, chick. Bye, babe. Bye.